listeners and welcome once again to another episode of Homeschooling Matters, where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling, as well as the value of homeschooling, and as homeschooling parents and work from home parents and distance or virtual learning parents, because we are spending so much more time with our children than the average parent who works outside of the home, we will be discussing some parenting matters as well. So first of all, let me humbly apologize for the lack of an episode last week, Friday. That was once again because I was trying very hard to get in contact with someone that I really, really wanted to interview and we just couldn't pin each other down on a time. Not to mention I was contracted by a company to do some sessions for their staff. Um, it was a virtual health fair that I was facilitating and that took a lot of, out of me as well. And so that kind of got in the way. And before I knew it, it was Thursday, then it was Friday. And we were like, oh my gosh, we haven't recorded an episode as yet. So I'm hopeful that you took the time to spend with your family. And even if you didn't do so, you are still busy. I hope that you take the time to listen to these podcast episodes. And please drop me a line or, line or send me um, a voice note, if you can, through the Anchor app. If you listen on that particular platform, because you can, you know, just let me know what's what's happening on your side of the world, in your neck of the woods, how things are going. It has been a very difficult time these past nine months for many of you. And I really, really would like to hear from you guys. Okay. Once again, I'd like to encourage you to buy me a coffee. You can use that particular app. You can find the link in the show notes. It's called Buy Me A Coffee. And it's basically if you wanted to show your appreciation for this podcast and for my blog, you can do that by purchasing me a cup of coffee. It goes a long way in ensuring that we're able to continue to bring content and information to you and your family. Okay, and once again, if you haven't yet done so, please go across to Facebook and follow, like and follow my page Living Large there. It's facebook.com forward slash living large by faith that is where even when i'm no longer recording podcasts you will get to see what's happening with my family what we're up to you get to see all those lovely diy projects all the christmas crafting we're doing um i've done some christmas craft for adults and i've also um planned to do some christmas crafting crafting oops Christmas crafting, that's almost like a tongue twister, with with your children. So as school is going to be closing pretty much in the next couple of days, if not today, um, you'll be able to keep them busy while you have them at home and no longer occupied virtually. All right, so just go on over there. I'm also on Instagram. It's Nikki, N-I-K-I, one K, N-I-K-I-D, that's the my middle initial, Rod, R-O-D, underscore. So it's Nikki D. Rod, underscore. I'm on Instagram. You can also follow me there. I'm not too versed with Instagram, to be quite honest. I'm actually only there because my son's put me there. I just find the social media thing is just too much. <laughs> it's too much to be balancing. All right. So again, I was trying to figure out what should I share with my listening audience um, today. And the thought came to me, well, I did all of these sessions for this particular company and their staff um, during this virtual health fair. We talked about um, managing children at home. We talked about sneaky ways to get your children to eat healthy. We spoke about these sessions that I personally did. And then I contracted a couple friends of mine that were professionals in their respective fields to come in and do some of the other um, segments that I felt that they would have been better suited to. Okay, so I did managing your children at home. I did getting the um, sneaky ways of getting your children to eat healthy. That was a pretty good one. 
I also talked about the work-life balance and I talked about some health and beauty tips going forward. Okay, a lot of people are working from home and they may think, well, they could get away with not dressing the part, but many of them still have all these virtual meetings and sessions and so they're supposed to look a particular way. Then you have those who go to the office sporadically and so we don't want you to let yourself go. You know what I mean? So um, I did a health and beauty segment. They're basically talking about how your health does in fact impact your beauty in terms of your skin, your hair, your nails, you know, how you eat, what you put into your body, drinking lots of fluids, of water specifically, how it can be beneficial even in your health and beauty regime. All right, so today I was thinking, well, let me see, it was about two days ago I took a picture and I was like just so grateful on Tuesday. I was just so grateful for the opportunities and the open doors that God has made available to me and to my family. Because whereas my business, Daughters of the King, has, you know, not really been able to operate because our borders in this country are still closed, I was able to get other doors opened to be able to do other things. And speaking is one of the things I love to do. So even though I had, through my other company, Made in His Image Consultancy Services, I was able to do a few um, courses. I was able to facilitate a couple workshops on culinary arts and sewing and that kind of thing, enlisting the help of qualified professionals in that particular field, just to help people improve their skills, that kind of thing. I, my business, uh, my other business, the boutique, I couldn't furnish it with new stuff. And even if I thought about buying things online, the cost of bringing things in have become, has become so astronomical, it wouldn't have made financial sense to do so. And so, you know, I still have a few pieces left and I'm hopeful to sell those out. But really and truly, you know, nothing has been happening in this area. And so I was really, really grateful. And I took two pictures of myself after completing Mondays and Wednesdays sessions. And I put that up on the page. And I thought that, you know, that was the end of it for me. I still had one of my people to do two more sessions on Wednesday and Thursday. And I thought that that was it. And then on Wednesday morning, I got a call from someone wanting me to speak to the parents of the Parent Teachers Association at their school, virtually, of course, on, you know, this managing children at home again. So I said, you know what, maybe it is something that I should speak about here on the podcast. And trust me, it will not be very long at all because a lot of these things I've said before. But in a nutshell, just for you to have something to remember this year by and to take into the next year because we don't know when schools will be reopening in Trinidad and Tobago and throughout the Caribbean. And I don't know if in your neck of the woods, schools have reopened or whatever the case may be. A lot of things and people are still up in arms. Yes, they may have a vaccine. There are many people who are against taking the vaccine because it hasn't had enough longevity. It hasn't been around long enough for them to see what the side effects, etc. are. People are talking about the efficacy of the vaccine. How come a regular flu vaccine only has about 60% maximum effectiveness and this brand new vaccine they're claiming has over 90% effectiveness. So people are a little daunted, a little scared um, by this new vaccine and rightfully so. Um, I can understand the, the, the need for precaution, especially where your kids are concerned. So whether your schools open in January or whenever they open next year, um, you need to know how to manage things at home. And so what I'm going to do in this particular episode, and I think this will be the last one for the year, to be quite honest, folks. Um, I'm just going to leave with you some nuggets that I shared with that company. 
and that I shared with the teachers and parents yesterday at that meeting as to what you can do to effectively manage your children at home while you continue to work. We don't know how long it's going to be continuing for. Um, if in the US and, and Canada, the UK, things are back to some semblance of normalcy, great. But I'm telling you here in the Caribbean and in other parts of the world, it's not there yet. Okay, so for the benefit of those, I will share some of the things that you can do to manage your children at home. I will say it as I've said it before, take a breath. <laughs> be gentle with yourself because this once again was not your chosen path. Unlike homeschooling parents, you did not choose to do this particular thing. Um, it chose you, it found you. And so it is difficult. You were caught unawares. And even nine months in, some people are still grappling with this quote unquote new normal. So take a breath and take it easy on yourself and on the children. Remember, they were not accustomed to this. And I know I've been seeing in some mom's groups that I'm a part of where the moms are saying, you know, it's amazing that in the nine months that my child has been at home, they haven't gotten sick one day as yet. Well, there are two reasons for that. One, um, they didn't have to be in a Petri dish, which is like a classroom. <laughs> At times when you have one particular child with a virus or something, it just spreads very easily. So that's one. They just basically in their home, surrounded by, you know, their parents, their family members. And so they have been basically in a bubble. So they have been um, protected from other viral illnesses and flus, that kind of thing. So that's one of the reasons why they wouldn't have gotten sick. Two, um, sometimes children get sick, they may get um, tummy issues and little bugs and so on, stomach bugs, because of nervousness and stress. And we don't even always realize that, right? One of the ways that stress can manifest itself is through gastrointestinal issues. You may have um, bloatedness, you may have diarrhea, constipation, that kind of thing, heartburn, indigestion. So... That may be one of the reasons they don't have that level of stress anymore. They're working from the comfort of their homes. And I say that and I say it a little guarded, uh, a little, yeah, a little guarded because I do understand that the home has now become almost like a stressful place for many people, both adults and children, seeing that they no longer can see it solely as their sanctuary. All right. So that will allow me to segue into the next point, which is to apart from taking it easy and being gentle on yourself, understand that your home has now become a stressful space. And so one of the things you can probably do is to cordon off one particular area for them to be their schoolroom, your office space, so that every nook and cranny of the house does not represent stress, okay? Um, do that for them, do that for yourself, and you will be better off for it. Another thing I would tell, and I have said to the parents and to the staff members, is to set boundaries, okay? Many times, because we're now working from home, we think that, okay, but well, we don't have to go through the commute. We don't have to get up, get dressed, and, you know, go through all that we would normally go through. And we think it will be, oh, well, we're just doing this particular thing. And it's easy just to be at the computer all day, every day, at all ungodly hours. You get up earlier, and you jump on there to get some stuff done before, you know, you start getting all the emails and stuff. And then before you know it, you're there, and it's way after office hours and you are still at it. Set some boundaries. And when I was speaking to the company, I was careful to tell the managers to be an example of what you want your employees to, to do. So for example, if you want your employees to have this work-life balance, and that was the name of that particular segment, then you cannot be sending emails at all hours of the day 
and night and working hard on a weekend and sending out correspondence and expect them to respond then if you are working hard they're going to be they're going to think that they have to work hard it's going to be expected of them and then before you know it everything is in disarray and there's no work-life balance so make sure you set boundaries no it's a complete sentence according to my good friend Bernadette <laughs> all right um Another thing, apart from setting those boundaries, having a designate, designated workspace, um, being gentle with yourself, take a break when necessary, guys. You, as a parent, as an adult, may find it very hard to be on the, on the computer in a Zoom meeting or WebEx meeting for an hour. People are already losing themselves, even while I was doing that virtual session. And I know my sessions were engaging. I was not boring at all. But I found that even though people were listening to me, they were still busy working and doing many other things. And I know this because sometimes they would take their mic off of mute and forget to put it back on, on mute. And so you knew that people were doing a million other things while they were listening, quote unquote, listening to the session. Think about a child, how easily distracted that they can become having to listen for hours at a time um, to their teachers in school virtually. So take breaks when necessary. If you possibly can, ask your teacher, your child's teacher or the school if they can give you the work and have the child submit it at a later time because, you know, the child may just need a break. You might be thinking, but what break do they need? They're working from home anyway. Again, we go back to the second or third point that I made, and that is that the home is no longer their sanctuary. While before they used to go to school, they would deal with the, the, the classwork and stuff at school, and they may come home or they may go to your office, get their homework done, and then they had the rest of their time at home. Now, every almost every part of their home reminds them of school. Because there's no cutoff point or anything like that, you know. So even though they're home, that doesn't negate the fact they need breaks, just like you need to take breaks. From what I've been hearing, a lot of people are having a lot of damage done to their eyes because of the amount of time they're spending in front of a screen. You as an adult need to take a break from what the um, professional was saying yesterday about every half an hour. Take a break from looking at the screen because it is doing damage to your eyes, okay? So give the, if you need a break, how much more the children would need a break? And last but certainly not least, the final point I want to make today is, of course, the point about making memories, okay? When our children look back on this time, 2020, and it will be written about in the history books, I am sure, let us not have them only recall the amount of work they had to do at home, the fact that school was at home, they were learning virtually, and they had to let it not be solely about that. While that may be the reality, Try to find some time to make some memories with them. Try to find some time to cook with them, to bake with them, and to teach them those life skills. I've said this before in previous podcasts. Try to find the time to just veg out, watch a, fav you know, a favorite movie, and just be with them. Build the bonds, strengthen the bonds, read stories, snuggle up together, that kind of thing. Um, do those things with your children. It will help to strengthen your relationship with them. It will build on that family bond. They'll be more wholesome. Their education, and like I was telling the parents and teachers yesterday in the meeting, we need to stop, and I've said it here many times before, relegating education or thinking that education only comes from the pages of a textbook. Life is full of educational opportunities and moments, so make the use of them. Even if you tell the teacher that they're taking a break from school today, it doesn't mean that you can't take them on a nature walk. It doesn't mean that you can't go and garden or cook and talk about what you're doing. They will be learning stuff, guys. You will be surprised. And those are the memories that are going to stay. Those are the ones you want to remain with them for years and years to come. 
All right, so those were just a few nuggets I wanted to leave with you. Um, for those who are doing the virtual or distance learning, we don't know if schools are going to reopen. So take them going forward. And if even if schools do reopen come January or whenever does open next year, still, still try to implement some of those things. Have cutoff times even for your office hours. You know, learn to say no sometimes to demands that are unreasonable or to demands that will take away from your family time. And always make a point. Be intentional about creating memories and strengthening that family bond. God bless you all real good. Um, like I said, this will be to, this will be the last um, podcast episode for 2020. So I will take the opportunity right now to wish you a very happy and holy Christmas. I would also take the opportunity to wish you a prosperous new year. Let's just pray and believe God that 2021 will not be any worse. For many of you, I know it was terrible. Um, than 2020 was. It was difficult for us to let's not beat around the bush about it, right? But we are still standing here and I think we have a lot, a lot, so, so much to be grateful for. So guys, I hope that you continue to listen to the podcast. I pray that you will share it with your friends and with your family. Don't forget to drop me a line if you can through whichever app you listen to me on, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Podcast Junkie, Podbean. There are so many of them and so you might find it just little pockets of people listening on different ones. Of course, Anchor. But I'm I'm thankful that you guys are listening. The podcast has been has been listened to thousands of times. The reach is really phenomenal. I'm amazed at the number of countries that listen in. I just want to encourage you guys. It has been a difficult year for us all, but have the faith that God will see us through. He has brought us this far, and He's able to keep and accomplish all that concerns us today. He is able. Okay, guys. So God bless you real good. Have a great rest of the year. Until next year, God willing. Take care. Bye-bye.